This is Government Gone Digital. I'm Dana Birchman, Chief Digital Officer here in Gilbert, Arizona, and I'm here today with Jennifer Harrison, my Digital Media and Marketing Officer, Derek Konofalski, Data and Technology Analyst, and Andrew Jackson, special guest, our water manager for the town of Gilbert. So this is really fun, and our listeners might be like, the water manager? What's the water manager doing on the on the podcast? But Andrew's awesome, and I recently saw you give a presentation to our leadership teams, and you were talking about how you were using 311 and data um, to help improve your job, and I thought you mentioned some of the cool digital tools that we work with you on and help provide, and I thought, you know, that's kind of a cool opportunity, I think, for us to get together and talk about some of the ways that we work together to um, help you to improve the way you're doing your work and hiring and, and all of those things. So welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming. And and how long have you been with the town now? So I've been with the town for just over four years now. So yeah, yeah. So talk to us a little bit, you know, give us very kind of high level, you know, what, what you do. And then um, let's talk about some of the examples that you gave about how you're using um, Data 311 specifically. I love to talk about, um, to make decisions and drive some of the ways that you're running your team and department. Awesome. So at a, just at a really high level, uh, my, my job as water manager for the town of Gilbert is to um, basically oversee the day-to-day operations. And so we have over 102 employees that are very dedicated at what it is that they do with their job. And uh, we are here to provide safe and reliable drinking water for our customers. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us some of the cool, I think they're innovative ways that you're incorporating digital tools into your work to, you know, streamline or hire, make things easier. Talk to us a little about what you're doing with on that end. All right. Yeah. So one of the things that we're uh, utilizing technology for is to uh, identify where we have faulty fire hydrants in our system. And so our fire department is going out and they look at every single fire hydrant on an annual basis. And uh, oftentimes they generate a lot of work orders for our crews to go out and uh, do repairs on fire hydrants. And so um, prior, it was more of a manual process and uh, everything was kind of done on handwritten notes and sent back, uh, sent back into the office. And now um, utilizing technology, uh, the fire department, and the firefighters are actually utilizing the 311 app, they can take a picture of the fire hydrant, they can give a description of what's going on with the hydrant, what's wrong with it, and then that information is uploaded directly into our uh, computer maintenance management system, and uh, we get the information instantaneously. So their their process really hasn't changed much. They still were going around every year looking at all the fire hydrants, testing them out and everything, but in the past, they would then have to like write up a work order on paper or something, or like write up something on paper, then bring it back and you know submit it to somebody who would then type it in and yada. Whereas now they're basically doing that same thing, but now like you said, they're just they're taking a picture. They're you know tagging it with a location because the 311 app can capture the location as well and then i'm guessing you guys probably like there's other questions or something that they have to answer as well or that that they put like what what kinds of issues are are they finding or would they be fixed where did you guys be fixing with this Uh, sometimes we'll have fire hydrants that are very hard to turn on or off and so we want to make sure that if if the fire hydrant is uh, needed that it operates efficiently 
on an emergency, they can just get out there and crank it open right away. That's okay. it. Yeah. And so uh, we'll go and, and we'll rebuild the hydrant. We'll add grease to the hydrant. Typically a hydrant, the useful life is uh, right around 40 or 50 years, but uh, you have to do annual maintenance to ensure that you can get that life out of the hydrant. And so uh, it really helps us out quite a bit. Uh, to, you know, they're the eyes and ears because they're able to touch every single hydrant once a year. Um, our programs are a little bit different to where we're not touching every hydrant uh, as a full preventive maintenance every year. We're doing it every five years. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it really helps us to be able to identify uh, problems in our system. I love this example because it shows cross-departmental work. And I think one of the things, so we we do things a little differently here in Gilbert and especially on our team, our 311 app. I think in a lot of cities, 311 might reside in different places. Maybe it's in the IT department, or I've even heard of some having it in the mayor's office and bringing it into the communications department where we're constantly collecting feedback from our customers and data and looking at all of the analytics behind this, I think is really important. But one of the things we've noticed, because I always say we're kind of like an agency serving all of the departments is that a lot of times departments are very focused on the work that they do, but they're not looking across to, hmm, how could we take this data and work with the fire department to figure out how to improve this process? And so we love to be able to give these departments tools to be able to collaborate and work together or fix problems or streamline. And I think this is a great example of a way that, you know, the, your two departments is actually making both of your lives easier, as Derek pointed out, you know? Yeah, well, and I love the fact, too, that even before the technology was in place, like how great that you guys were just proactively. Te- I mean, because I think in other municipalities, maybe, you know, what do they wait for an actual emergency to f- find out that, you know, the fire hydrant is stuck and they can't open it? Or do they have like residents like, hey, I hit the fire hydrant with my car. <laughs> you probably need to go fix it now. You know, that just the, the, the proactive, proactive approach, even before the technology, because I think a lot of times especially in the government sector people look at technology as like this this solution to fix all your problems it's like it's not it's just a tool that you use to improve people. what you're already yeah, yeah. you got to improve what you're already doing so the fact that you guys were already proactively doing that stuff is is really impressive to me and then the, that you found a way to make that easier is just it's a it's a great it, like like Dana said it's a great example of using both cross departmental collaboration but also just you know data now you have a record of all this stuff too that's great Yes, and it just really, at the end of the day, increases our service level. You know, before it might have taken 24 hours for us to get the notification from the fire department. Now we're getting that instantaneously. And so, uh, I love and, it. And it was really interesting. Uh, the first time we actually tried this, we talked about it uh, with the fire department. They were super excited about um, leveraging that, that Not particular to use paper. app. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And so we, we tried it out, and it was, it was interesting. We, uh, we did a test, and we didn't tell our field staff that it was a test. And uh, we, we tested it out at the South Area Service Center. And within minutes, our guys were running outside to see what was going on with the fire hydrant. <laughs> that's amazing. So, yeah. But they're monitoring it. And that's another thing is that they're going to 311 to find this information and to make those repairs faster and to get those hydrants up and running so that when, if in an emergency, the fire department does need it, it's ready in there for them. So it's that cross collaboration that you guys have been talking about. Like that is so important and key. And especially in emergency situations, making sure that those um, fire hydrants are up and running is critical. And you can't really waste time when it comes to that. Yeah. And you're, I think you're closing the loop too, because to your point, you know, your job is to try and offer the best service you can for residents. But a lot of the times residents aren't even going to know that you went out there and fixed a fire hydrant that you guys did this proactive 
proactively. But now we have data, like we can show them like, hey, this fire hydrant was proactively fixed or repaired because we went out and checked it. So in the event of an emergency, like your tax dollars are going to, 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 to fix this stuff, to monitor it, to do all this stuff, to provide you with the highest level of service of any municipality. You know, I like I just think that's great because it, it kind of completes the the loop that you know taxpayers are giving us their money and their trust to to do this this stuff for them, and now we're reporting back directly to them. Hey, that stuff you told us you wanted, we did it. It's pretty awesome, and I think we our teams work quite a bit together, um, just on outreach about any water related issue or incident or topic. And, um, you know, I think on a weekly, if not, you know, every other day, we're Mm -hmm. emailing back and forth about someone saying, hey, why is my, why is my water brown? And, you know, your team is really great on helping us get those answers. And oftentimes it's because either your crews are in the area doing maintenance that we may have already notified them about on 311, not 311, excuse me, on next door. Or, you know, you might be an issue that you guys aren't aware about and that you can go out and check and and see what's going on. So that's from my perspective and the social media perspective, your team has been incredible in helping us provide that customer service to our residents. Yeah, social media is a whole new dynamic uh, in the water industry. I mean, you think about 10 years ago, how we used to receive information 10, 15 years ago. We, you know, weren't getting information via Facebook or via Twitter. Um, but now we're, we're actually being notified when there's water main breaks and, and uh, whenever there is a water quality issue. And sometimes, you know, it might be two in the morning that somebody's having a, a brown water complaint and it could be an isolated incident uh, that has something to do with their plumbing. Or it could be that there's a water main break down the road. But we are here 24-7 to respond to those types of uh, inquiries. And we, uh, we go out as soon as we can to, to mitigate those situations. Faster than a pizza can get delivered. Yes. Absolutely. That's what someone responded to us on social media. And I think that that's so incredible. And, you know, you say 24-7, we're here 24-7. A lot of governments and government organizations don't operate that way. And what they need to understand about the way the world works now is that the whole world is 24-7. And government should be there for our residents when they need us. And you talk about working together. I think it is really quite amazing how, from a customer service perspective, we're able to provide those answers and that information. Like you said, Jen, having our teams work together on, you know, an almost daily basis. And you mentioned Nextdoor, and I want to tell our listeners Nextdoor is such an amazing tool for a lot of reasons for us. But for example, if there is an area of town that's being impacted with a water issue, we can just send that information out, click on that particular neighborhood and let them know and put information directly into their inbox for free. And it's a great tool instead of flooding all of our channels with a lot of times when we've had water issues in the past, we'll get people commenting on Facebook and we click on the people. We're like, oh, these people don't even live in Gilbert or they're not even in Arizona. They're just people that follow like water issues across the nation or whatever it might be. And and so when you're really thinking about your audience and who you're trying to reach, when we want to talk to our residents or people that are being impacted by something like a water issue or whatever it might be, Nextdoor is really a fantastic tool for us to do just that. And I know, Jen, you you can post something and walk away two seconds. There's, you know, a bunch of comments there. 30 different comments. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, it's such a valuable tool for us. And 
um, and even water is a and, big topic. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And just educating our residents. I know we've worked with a lot with your team, Andrew, on just finding different ways to educate our residents about what you and your team do every day to make sure that water, clean water, is delivered to their homes. And you know, we were just out at one of our water treatment plants um, for Arizona Cities Week, and we followed along and just showed people the process that water goes through from the time it comes from. We have a canal system here in Arizona from the canal into our facility facility, how we clean that water and how it comes back out and into your homes. And um, we had, we got the comments that we received from people, you know, someone was like, oh my gosh, I just learned something new from this Instagram story. And we're, we're using social media to educate our residents on a daily basis about everything you guys are doing, Andrew. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to work with you guys. Yeah. And we love working with you all too. Um, anytime that we can get our message out there, you know, there's, uh, really not a good understanding of what happens, how water is delivered to, to people's houses. Um, it's all poison. <laughs> I think people take it for granted. They, they totally don't do. think about it. They you totally know? do. And I think that that's why, you know, you do your job every day. That's your job, right? Like you're this, you're in this, I see this, I feel like I see this all the time in government. Like people are like, oh, I just, this is what I do. I'm a firefighter or I, you know, provide water or I pick up trash and you don't, you know, you're in your job. And so you're thinking it from that perspective, but then from the citizen's perspective, that's like just takes for granted they just turn on their faucet every day or in flush the their desert, toilet by in the, the way yeah. <laughs> yeah and so I think that it's a great opportunity to connect so people understand what it is that you're doing and that you know you can also be connected to understand what the residents want and need and so that you can kind of stay ahead of of that curve I think it's that's a really powerful relationship and conversation that we're creating yeah, and there's also some additional ancillary benefits that we're experiencing too. So a lot of people aren't aware of all the uh, careers in the water industry. And so with all of the videos and uh, the things that we're doing with social media, it's really uh, hitting a new audience of people that we are trying to hit. Um, we've had some challenges with uh, finding qualified operators in the state of Arizona. There's not a huge pool of candidates uh, that have those certifications that are required uh, to run treatment plants. And so it gives us an opportunity to uh, find a new a new uh, crowd of potential uh, future applicants. So one of the ways we worked together with your team, Andrew, was to help with recruiting, and we made a really fun video. So fun. My favorite and, video. <laughs> of all time, maybe. And so if our listeners haven't seen it, you're going to have to go check it out, and it's adorable. And one of the things we love to do here is attach ourselves either to songs that are really popular or trends that are happening, whether it's carpool karaoke or whatever. And this video just makes me smile and laugh. So tell us how that idea came to be for the video. And Yeah, so we've had a few challenges with uh, trying to find qualified water operators uh, in the water industry. And so... One of the things that we thought that would be um, a value of us would be to offer a uh, water operating uh, program for the town employees who people who may not have uh, thought about careers in the water industry, um, give them an opportunity to uh, come and learn with us and learn what, what it is that we do on a daily basis. And so uh, we worked with digital communications to come up with a really cool video and a theme for the video. Uh, 
and it, it ended up it's being a very hit. catchy. Yeah, very Derek, catchy. sing yeah, us I, a little I'm bit. Let's hear it. I'm on vacation every single day. Yeah, every single day. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, I love that song. Hey. And then we got Lauren in the costume, uh-huh. our our social media strategist in the giant water droplet costume, just dancing, dancing. around in confetti. <laughs> like there's confetti, there's confetti flying confetti. all around yeah. her. So it's bad. so fun, and it just it's just fun. It goes back to loving what you do and being passionate, and showed that your team really, first of all, worked as a team, but also mm-hmm. loved their oh, job. They were all loved there. Working here. They practiced. They had props. Like oh, I yeah. saw the whole. Like they were so prepared. They were so excited. And honestly, if I saw that, I'd be like, I want to go work in that department. Yes. You know? yeah. I also like, too, because I've worked with some of the people in your department, yeah. and I didn't expect, like, Curtis yes. did not expect him to, like, show up like that. That was pretty funny. It was, yes. was kind of great. It's amazing you see another when you side see... of people that you, you see on a regular basis but don't necessarily know. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. for sure. Amazing. Amazing. So, yeah. So, looking for opportunities like that to make what you do, even though, again – that if you think your work might not be interesting to other people or might be boring or whatever, to tell a story and explain, you know, what it's like. Um, it made people really, you know, love their job. I keep thinking of the, um, when they did the make it rain <laughs> off of there, we had like the dollar bills flying when they like passed their test and got their promotion. Cause you can climb the ladder in the water department. And I was like, this is so awesome. It's so fun. So yeah, it's, there are definitely ways creative where you can, Get your employees who are willing to dance, sing, and and show that pride for the job that they do every day, you know? And that's what we love. You had a goal. Like, you wanted to show that you can start a career in the water department and then work your way up. And you, maybe one day you could be managing one of your water plans or could be in your position, Andrew, as a water manager. And that was your goal. And then the team kind of worked together to figure out this fun, amazing, energetic way of showing how passionate and how cool and how fun it would be to to work in the water department. So that, I think that was like my favorite part is just seeing everybody having fun and just loving what they do. Yeah, that was probably one of the funnest things that I've done since I've been here at the town. So we had a we had a great time shooting that video. We didn't anticipate the amount of confetti that we're still finding <laughs> in strange places. Strange yeah. places in that room, but uh, awesome. yeah, that was that was fabulous. It just it blows my mind because I can't even comprehend what like what the process would have been like before these tools. Mm-hmm. Like if if you couldn't find you know people to come work in the water industry or to work for the municipality, like like how do you do that? If there's a water main break at two o'clock in the morning, how did they communicate that stuff in the past? They call everybody up on the phone. They send out a runner like everybody, you know, pigeon like, carrier. Yeah, yeah. Like what 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 was the process back then? It just and I I think totally yeah. Dana, people take that for granted because they don't think about how quickly we de- you know not only can you turn on the tap but like we we deliver information almost just as quickly to people and I don't think they realize that if they went anywhere else they they probably wouldn't get that. How about the time we had a water main break on Gilbert Road, which is our main street, right before our major Gilbert Days parade on that same road? I think, Andrew, my phone rang about midnight, and you're calling me. I'm so sorry. We have a water main break. I don't know if we're going to be able to do the parade. But we used social media to make sure that we kept the community informed on whether or not they were going to need to be lining the streets at 5, 6 a.m. for our annual parade. So, um, I mean, we do, are able to share that that information, especially in those emergency situations, but even just 
whatever it may be, like I said, on the education side, um, quickly and efficiently, and uh, people really do appreciate it. And it helps you guys, Andrew, I think I'd have to guess, especially when someone turns on their water and it's brown, instead of that, those rumors of, oh my gosh, Gilbert's water quality is terrible, I can't believe this, no one drink the water, and panic ensues across the community, we're able to say, hey, you know what, our crews are in the area testing some hydrants, that's probably why you're, you're seeing some discoloration, just run your water and it should clear up in a couple minutes. Um, we're, we're able to dispel any rumors quickly, which is super nice and hopefully is really helping you and your team. Yeah, it's extremely helpful and just, you know, having a picture of what somebody's experiencing is very helpful for us, um, you know, because a lot of times people will describe their situation much differently than somebody else might describe it. And so a picture usually speaks a thousand words <laughs> mm-hmm. and we can see that, okay, yeah, we need to hurry up and get out to that neighborhood to see what's going on. So yeah, social media has helped us out quite a bit with the way that we operate today. It's great. I'm really excited too, because especially since you guys are so data driven with this stuff, I'm really excited to see, you know, Gilbert, we've, we've grown so quickly that a lot of the infrastructure that we have just was never meant to support the number of people that we have. So the plans that we kind of have in place now to upgrade some of this stuff, like I I just, I can't wait for like the, the sensors and stuff to be in place where there's a water main break and you guys find out immediately because some pressure sensor, you know, sends a message to you guys like, Hey, I, I dropped you know whatever send somebody out and so again back to that point of being proactive about it like residents won't even have to report that stuff to us like we'll we'll just know and I know that you guys will be kind of at the front of that I just I think it's really cool to think about like how much it's going to evolve in the next few years yeah the, the possibilities of you know what's to come in your industry you know and I do think that you know we have an open data portal it's called Alex where we put a lot of our data out there and hopefully one day, all of our data there. And um, when we talked about cross-departmental opportunities, that's really another huge reason why I think an open data is so important is that people can be collaborating, whether it's a business or a resident or depart- different departments looking at overlaying their data together to help to make all of our jobs and lives easier. And I wonder sometimes in government, just because of the silos and the, the natural divisions, I think, that exist in government organizations the bigger they get, I think the more this tends to happen, but those missed opportunities. And so I think Gilbert, I know that we are, you know, have quite a reputation for being lean, um, but I think it provides opportunities for us to get to work together closely. And I think if, you know, again, when you guys come, you know, asking for us to help, we love that because we, that's what we're here for, to help you get your message out, to help you to be able to recruit, make your job easier, um, make the service you provide to the residents easier. So what do you see coming next? Like what's something you're focused on or looking at and you know, maybe a way that you could use data to help to make more improvements? Well, one of, one of the things that we're um, looking at in terms of technology is uh, having real-time data for not only us but for our customers. And so within the next three to five years, uh, we're, we're looking to have something fully implemented to where we have automated meter reading, um, kind of similar to what you would see with your electricity bill to where you can see what your daily consumption is uh, for electricity. Uh, we will be there at some point uh, in, in the near future with water. And so uh, we're working on that actively as we speak right now uh, to lock down how that is going to look for the town. And, um, you know, there'll be some ancillary benefits once we have a system like that in place. Awesome. I love it. Well, we look forward to that. And I'm so glad you were able to join us. I know you're probably thinking like being on a podcast, but, you know, it's it's people like you in the organization who are open and 
innovative and thinking about incorporating new tools and new ways of doing your job and who are evolving with the times, who I think will, you know, help us to continue to be a leader in many of these areas and help Gilbert stand out from other cities for sure um, around us and across the country. So congratulations to you and all the great work you've done since you've been here and we look forward to continuing it. All right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And thank you, Jen and Derek, also for joining us. And to all of our listeners, as always, for listening. And don't forget that you can follow us on Twitter at Government Gone Digital. Sorry, i got to say that again because that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to all of our listeners who are always, are always listening. <laughs> They're watching. Oh, my God, it's falling They're apart. They're watching you, Dana. Yes, <laughs> we're always watching. That's good. <laughs> thank you for listeners for, for watching. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, here we go. And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us as well. Just remember, you can follow us on Twitter at GovGoneDigital. We'll see you soon from Gilbert, Arizona on Government Gone Digital. Gone Digital.